Hey, App Growth Community! Welcome back to the App Growth Show, where we host mobile experts to unlock valuable and actionable insights on how you can grow your app. No matter where you are in your app growth journey, we're here to help you reach your mobile growth goals. Let's dive right into today's episode. Today, we're so excited to be joined by Mike Uden, product manager at Pushwush. A global customer engagement platform that helps businesses grow through their 600 million plus daily messages to 2.3 billion devices across the world. Get ready for some expert tips and tricks to level up your push notification strategy. Hello, Mike. Thank you so much for joining us today here on the App Growth Show. Um, first, let's just start off simple. Tell us, Mike, who you are and tell us about Pushwatch. Yeah, thanks a lot. It's my pleasure being here. So my name is Mike. I'm a product manager here at Pushwoosh. So we provide a cross-channel platform for lifecycle marketing for mobile and web apps. We've been on the market since 2011 and recently passed 1 trillion of messages sent to our platform. We have more than 1.5 billion devices connected and we have businesses all over the world from different industries to make their communication efficient. So we support such channels as push notifications for mobile platforms, iOS, Android, Huawei, web browsers, in-app messaging, and emails. And later on, I'll highlight why having cross-channel approach is important. Well, in Bushwush, I'm responsible for delivering the best value for our clients and building the right products that will help them to uh, build the right marketing strategy and get better results. Great. Um, so as you might know, a lot of our listeners um, are either apppreneurs or their companies that have launched an app or maybe they launched an app and they're just at a certain part in their journey where maybe engagement is an issue or retaining users. So push notifications is, is pretty well known as a strategy. But, you know, for someone first starting out, can yeah. you kind of help us understand um, why and how push notifications are important when you're trying to mm-hmm. um, engage and retain users? Yeah, sure. Well, so first thing is, what are the push notifications? Well, basically, push notification is a message that pops up uh, on the screen of user, mobile device, or browser. Well, and to give you the better understanding why this is important, well, such tools as App Store optimization or paid advertising are great to acquire a new user. Push notifications is your best choice to retain this user. For uh, knowing that cost per install for apps in different categories is getting only higher, like each year and each month, even. Well, for example, I know that for some categories, the cost per install is up to 30 or even more dollars. It's crucial to make sure that you can get a return on investment from your marketing ads and keep healthy growth for your app. So push notifications are most efficient when you're thinking about getting more from your audience that you currently have in the app. This channel can help marketers to communicate with the audience in the app, reach them with the right message, uh, move them down the funnel, for example, activate them in the app, share some news about the content that they have, promote some features or sell some goods in the app. So a lot of different use cases. And uh, having this channel in your app is crucial to keep your users with you. Because, for example, I know that some apps can increase the retention rate for applications uh, with uh, push notification for up to 10, 50, even 30%. There's a light. For example, one of our big clients, uh, well, one of the biggest Israel uh, online sports media, OneQuil, uh, 
were able to increase their monthly active users numbers by providing news faster than their competitors uh, using our platform. So the goal for them using push notifications were to, was to promote sport news about the goals, about the teams, and so on. And the push notifications were the best way how they can reach the customer faster than their competitors. They were sending messages, getting these users on their platform, and with it, getting more revenue on the ads they have on the, uh, their website, for example, or on mobile app, of course. So uh, push notifications, well, thinking of use cases, there are a lot of them from sales announcements, product teasers, uh, cart abandonments, enhancing user experience and so on. But uh, the main uh, thing here is that you're able to reach your customer right here, right now, without waiting for this particular user to open uh, the email inbox or check in the SMS while the user is on the phone, this user will receive the push. So give like for example mm -hmm. for this yeah. for this app that you're referring to, uh, yeah, you know sure. they're saying the the speed. So a push notification yeah. could it be something as timely as oh your team just scored? Like could it get that granular, that specific? Yeah, for for example, yeah, we have even one of the customers that I a big sports league football league. Uh, one of the biggest in the world, by the way, but I'm not able to <laughs> name it, sure. but still. Uh, so they're using our platform to share the, well, to send the messages about the goals. And we can share the information about the goal faster than the TV signal, for example. Mm. And yeah, and that's one of the competitive advantages for them. So they are currently one of the most innovative company in space for even the sports industry. And they're using us uh, along with others like providers for geozones and so on in order to uh, provide the best experience for the audience to share the news about the teams, about the goals and so on in real time. Uh, this way, they're providing this information faster than other uh, news medias and so on. And they're keeping the audience with them, getting again more <laughs> KPIs uh, completed. So if you don't mind, I want to stick mm -hmm. on this topic about sure. speed for a second. So you're yeah, saying sure. that, you know, with, so is it something specific to push push technology that's able to deliver, because you're saying it's going quicker than the TV. What, is this something that's uh, special and particular to push push as far as a, a platform and a tool? Uh, mm -hmm. Because that seems really fast, like even faster than, so, so yeah. um so just yeah clarify for me compared to you know other push notification mm -hmm. tools out there is this something that you guys do differently and do better yeah uh because like well uh, think about it like this so the speed of push notifications first of all there are two ways how we uh, how i can explain the concept of speed the first one is the time uh when uh like you click send message and your user receives the message so it always had to optimize this time because uh, it all really depends on the number of audience you have. For example, you would like to send like the message to 10 million of your users or like 1 million. So the time for you whole audience receiving this particular message can be different based on the audience size. Also, uh, the way how you prepare the content, how, what is the logic of the specific message, it really also affects the speed of a particular message. So we in Push Push, well, basically we were, uh, initially we were a push provider. So uh, we've got a lot of people really interested in push notification technology and how we can optimize the full flow of how we're sending the message. 
And you're absolutely right. We have a specific technology uh, that helps our clients to reach our, their audience faster than by using com our competitors, because we have a specific, uh, like you can name it feature, that helps uh, to optimize the flow of sending the message, increasing the result. Another useful approach to look into speed is not about like the sending a broadcast message to the whole audience, but like sending a timely relevant message to a particular user. This is also important to consider for apps that are not uh, in media area, like for maybe some subscription apps and so on, uh, to find the right time and the right spot to communicate with the user. So here we concentrate on the behavioral based marketing uh, and building a tool, set of tools that helps our users to find the right time by collecting the events from the app, collect from particular users, and use them in their campaigns in order to send the relevant content on each step of marketing funnel. So for example, well, you have like this uh, funnel of activation, uh, referral, retention, revenue, and so on, basically the RR uh, funnel. And for each step, you have a specific set of events that show you that this particular user is like doing something. Uh, this user is going to act to pay you a little bit for a subscription. This user is going to churn. Uh, you have a lot of different actions in your app that can show you what is going to happen. And by collecting these events, you can find the right time to communicate with the user and to send like the message to re retrieve them to retain this user or you can just make this user to buy the subscription just by finding the right spot. And this type of speed is more like uh, relevant to a specific user. So you find the right moment and you communicate with this user. Okay, so yeah, that, that's interesting. I like how you broke that down because you're right. Speed can mean different things. It can be something like, oh my gosh, something just happened yeah. versus speed as there's you know a, a window of opportunity. That's the right mm -hmm. time to reach that particular user to get them to do something, right? That, that you want them to yes. do. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I, I really like that um, explanation. Um, I want to get a little bit into now the 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 cross-channel engagement mm -hmm. um, concept of, you know, I, I know you guys have like a customer journey builder. Yeah. Is this working off of everything that you've been talking about so far of like how to uh, customize that journey and the cross-channel and why, yeah. why is this important? How does that fit into the picture? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And by the way, this is my favorite topic because, well, I'm the one who is responsible for the creation of customer journey here in Pushwush. So I really can share a lot about this. So, yeah, it's really important to communicate with the user not only with the one channel, because, uh, for example, we have push notifications, a great way to reach uh, the user outside the app. Same as emails, different contexts, for example, because push notifications, the short message, something like a tweet that can uh, make user do something in the app, while email could be a big long read with a lot of content and so on. But still, uh, both these channels work outside the app. Uh, we in Pushpush, of course, support both of these channels and you can use it uh, in your communication strategies. Also, it's important to communicate with the user not only outside the app, but also inside the app. So uh, for this, uh, we have in-app messaging or in-app banners. You can, there's several ways how I can name it, but this is a way how you can communicate with the user while this particular user is inside your app doing something. And uh, combining several channels in your marketing campaigns, you can uh, 
be sure that you will be able to deliver the message to deliver the content you would like to to a user. While this user outside the app, you can get this user to your app and then motivate this user with enough messaging to do something in particular. For example, for e-commerce apps, you can send a push notification with a discount promo code or something like that, then drag this user into the app and then communicate with this user through in-app messages inside the app, cross-selling something and so on. So you can just uh, take a user and uh, drag him down by the final uh, for like from the acquisition to the revenue and so on. Also, uh, it's really important to uh, focus on several channels because each channel has its like downsides. Uh, knowing latest changes in Apple and Google, it's really important to combine these channels because for example, emails uh, with the latest Apple changes, you won't be able to track opens uh, of particular emails uh, for users that are currently using iOS uh, mail client. So, because Apple is currently uh, building new features, privacy features that blocks uh, email providers from getting uh, open stats, meaning that you won't be able to react with or not this particular user opened the app. So, you need to combine application information about the usage, about the events that is happening with uh, email and additional channels. Because without it, uh, the efficiency of your marketing campaigns will downgrade drastically. And for this, we have the customer journey builder tool. This is basically a campaign planning tool that helps you to orchestrate all the communication through emails, push notifications, in-apps, additional channel, because we have webhooks also, and uh, combine it with a robust segmentation based on user attributes, on user behavior, to build the right marketing campaigns. Uh, I can say that it's not only important to concentrate on cross-channel engagement and using several channels, but also on the segmentation itself, because for each channel, you may have separate information. So for email, you may have some information about you, I don't know, about the device, about the user. For mobile app, you can collect not only user data, but also user behavior. Uh, for website, you can have an additional, mm, additional plan of information, but still you need to combine all of this information and build the right segments to communicate because the key of the effectiveness is the right segmentation because uh, the more precise the segment, the better the CTRs and the action after your message and after your campaign. So um, for, for your clients, for your apps, are they yeah. using all of these elements, all of these channels? Can you pick and choose or how does, how does that work as far as depending well, on, on the client? Yeah, of course, uh, they can pick and choose because there are different use cases for apps. For example, some of the apps uh, communicate only using push notification in, in apps. They do not have email as a channel and it's totally fine because you're still able to communicate with the user outside and inside the app. Some of our clients are using only push notifications, some of only in-app messaging. It, all, it always depends on the use case, on the industry. Uh, on the customer journey of your app and so on. Uh, so basically we provide a platform so you can take the right channels for you, the right capabilities of a platform and build the right marketing strategy. Great, and um, just for a quick side note, can you clarify yeah. for us the difference between push notification and in-app message? Oh push yeah, sure. Uh, so the uh, push notification is something that you send to a user and this user receives it in like a notification center, well, outside the app. So by using this uh, channel, you can drag this user into your app. So in-app message or uh, in-app banner or something like that is a, well, like considered a pop-up message, but inside the app. 
So you can uh, have a different ways how you can display this pop-up message, uh, full screen, half of the screen, top of the screen, different types of ways how you can display it and different types of content that you can share. It could be onboarding parts where you can just explain the benefits of your app. It could be paywalls where you're testing the subscription and the prices. It could be, I don't know, promotional uh, images or new features, promotion and so on, or even cross-sell uh, banners in the e-commerce in the e app that uh, can be shown after the successful purchase. So for example, I purchased one item and we shared a recommendation to purchase another one, for example. Great, interesting. So um, for the apps that you've mentioned, obviously you mm -hmm. mentioned media apps, you mentioned news. So, so what is a, another bulk of the type of apps that, that really benefit from, from your offerings? Is it e-commerce? Yeah. Yeah, well, of course, e-commerce, because there are a lot mm -hmm. of use cases how we can help e-commerce clients, because basically they are the ones that benefit from the whole features, because, for example, media clients, we have a special set of tools just for them. But uh, e-commerce, they can use all of the capabilities of our platform because there's so many use cases and cross-sell features with push notification, in-app and emails. Uh, you, they can send recommendations through emails, for example, recommendation of different items that should be purchased through emails. They can uh, build abandonment cuts use case with us using uh, push notifications and in-apps, sending the push notification about the item that was uh, abandoned of the cut basically and the purchase mm -hmm. was not completed. Uh, we can just uh, motivate you to complete the purchase uh, and pay a little bit more money. Uh, also, there's a cases for retaining the user, sharing the useful notes, for example, because currently we see that the e-commerce, at least big e-commerce, are not just selling uh, goods using push notifications, but they also promoting content uh, in order to increase loyalty of the audience. So they're I don't know, for example, some closers, e-com, they're promoting the different styles and looks for the audience using in-app messages. They're just sharing the pictures of how you can look with these particular items and so on. So a lot of them. Another type of the apps that can benefit with us is subscription apps. Uh, this is like, I don't know, it's, for example, health and fitness app where you have a set of different uh, trainings that you can use daily in order to increase your health, for example. And you need to, well, in order to stay healthy as an app, as a business, you need to have a good retention because like people are paying you each month or each year and you need to keep these users with you or you won't be able to grow as a business. So here, uh, here, push notifications, in-app and emails is a great way how you can increase retention. So you can just uh, use our product in two ways. The first one is the parts of your product offering. So, so for example, for health and fitness, you can promote some additional trainings with us. You can, you can send it reminders and so on. But also you can uh, upsell users or, um, for example, you have a free uh, plan and you can use in-app messages to upgrade your users from free to paying plan and so on. Uh, so basically it's all about the use case that our clients uh, want to complete with us. And we have a set of tools that help them to do this uh, for service messages, for marketing messages and so on. Uh, of course, there is another uh, type of uh, application, the one that, uh, the one with the advertising inside 
So here we help just by dragging users into the app where they see the ad advertisement. And well, basically app owner, a publisher get the money from this. Yeah, the revenue. Got it. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Thanks for laying that, mm -hmm. that out for us. So um, let's say um, our listeners or anyone <laughs> listening to this right now, they're like, okay, yep, I'm in. I wanna do this push notification thing. Yeah. They're kind of new to the idea. Uh, what's maybe some recommendations or best mm -hmm. practices you would give to them of, of, of how to get this going the right way? Uh, yeah, well, you know, this is a tricky question because each app is unique, but still uh, there are several things you need to know and do while implementing push notifications. The first one, uh, you need to keep in mind that Apple and Google are different in the way how you can uh, gather the audience. So it's really important to know that for Android apps, you can start using push notifications right from the beginning. So each user that installs the app, you can contact this user with push notification. For iOS users, you need to gather opt-in to send push notifications. Mm -hmm. And for iOS app, you need to think about how you will collect the opt-ins from your users. Also, uh, you really need to know your customers. So you need to why this user is with you, uh, what are the, this user looking for and so on, send the right content at the right moment of time, as I mentioned uh, earlier, because it's really important to stay relevant and to remember your well brand voice, your app voice, uh, well, basically to respect your user. Also, uh, from my opinion, it's really important to understand the customer journey not the products that we have, but the customer journey of your app. Because each step that your user is taking, the emotions this user have, where you can help this user to move further by this journey, uh, you need to understand the full flow to see uh, the concrete items where you can improve the quality of your app, improve your, the quality of your communication with the user. And you can do this by carefully checking the app, and writing down this flow of your user. Uh, and then you can use this information in building the marketing strategy that it has. Uh, also, you need to understand that the Apple and the Google are currently changing the way push notifications are working. So for example, for iOS, it's not only about the opt-ins, but now it's also about the latest features, uh, latest changes such as notification summary or time sensitive notification. So, for example, the approach to push notifications for iOS is currently changing drastically. So the way how apps were communicating with the users uh, previously, it's not so relevant right now because users can simply ban you from sending you push notifications and like keep you in notification summary list where you need to somehow uh, find the right uh, image the right view of your message to be on the top of this notification summary thing. I'll try to explain this a little bit later. But still, you need to experiment a lot because these changes uh, that are currently happening, they change the way how push notifications are working. Previous devices are not working anymore. So the experiment uh, and experiments with the content, with the time, with the platform even is really important right now. I know that for some apps, uh, for media and entertainment apps, the good results for using push notifications is when you have like have 30% of your daily active users coming through push notifications. And there's not a result that you can achieve easily. You need to experiment, change the content, change the timing and so on, but you can absolutely do this. 
So, yeah. Right. Um, and that kind of leads me to the next question, because as you said, you know, with iOS, with Google, that mm-hmm. this industry is changing all the time, like, and maybe something that worked a year ago, or even three months ago, yeah. that either doesn't work anymore, there's something that's changed. So you can you get into a little bit more about what are some of the trends that are happening mm-hmm. now, giving all of these changes and things that, that are happening in the industry and pretty mm-hmm. much affecting everything. So, so what's, what's happening in that space right now? Yeah, well, again, there's two sides of it. Uh, the side of the audience, well, the users from the push notifications and the platforms, Apple and Google. So uh, from my opinion, I can see that the overall view of push notifications for marketers or product managers, well, for people working with mobile apps, are changing drastically. So previously, this channel was like, it was, Mm, some kind of irrelevant and messy maybe and now the overall approach to the push notifications of the channel is that we can make this channel relevant to the end user useful we can share the right content and so on so the i can say that currently we have more substantial approach for push notifications and mobile app marketing uh, but this approach requires more time and effort. So previously, you were able just to send broadcast messages to the whole audience and see the results. Now you need to test the content, test the time, and so on. So you need to put more effort into this channel. But the results you will get will be better because uh, because of the like because of the growth of this channel. Well, I can say that currently, as I remember average user receives like up to 46 push notifications per day you need to find the day how to stand out from other push notifications that others uh, businesses are sending that's why you need to put more effort here yeah and another uh, side of this trends is the way how google and apple are changing the push notifications uh, i can say that uh, this changes and not only for mobile push notifications because for example previously web notifications were changed dramatically when google uh, changed the way how you're gathering the user base so for example they uh, made a new mechanism that were just how to explain this. So the new mechanism for gathering opt-ins on your website. So you're not able to show the opt-in window to the whole user base, because if uh, most of the users just close it, your site will be pessimized and you won't be able to show this opt-in window to anyone else. So you just uh, won't be able to gather new users to the push notifications channel. And now same goes uh, and same happens with the mobile web push or mobile push notifications. Because, uh, well, the way how you can operate with push notifications on Apple, for example, with the iOS 15 is really different because uh, Apple introduced two important features. The first one is time sensitive push notifications. Another one is uh, notification summary. So time sensitive push notifications is an option for the end user to mark your application as a well, time sensitive. And uh, this user will be able to set the specific time when to receive your push notification. So you won't be able to control the exact time when to send a notification. And it's really, uh, <laughs> well, this is something that is not so great for marketers because they won't be able to experiment with the time of the message, for mm-hmm. example. You need to somehow to stay away from this option and to be useful for the end user. The notification summary uh, is an, another thing 
Apple introduced the new focus mode. So when you can stop specific uh, notification from the specific apps, for example, and place them in the work category, home category, or something like that. So different categories of the app uh, based on your geolocation and so on. So for example, if you know that you're, you need to make sure that you are not in this category of work apps. For example, uh, you some you your app is I don't know just track or something like that, and you're trying to communicate and retain the specific set of users, uh, and uh, you know that usually you are getting to the work app uh, focus mode, and you need to find the way how to retain this particular user during the workday because you won't be able to communicate with, communicate with the user um, well like after the workday during the home time and so on because of this change in the notification summary. Also, uh, it's really important to work on the content of the push notification now, because uh, the latest changes in the Apple, well, iOS design, basically, uh, well, the amount of content you can share, the amount of text you can share in the push notification has also changed. So now you can share less text. Uh, now you can share uh, the, the icon that you, well, basically, uh, the content that you can share with the user is changing as well. And you need to adapt your current content that you may be sharing with the users to these new regulations. Same goes for the Google also. They're not so uh, fast as Apple. So they're not changing uh, the push notification drastically. But there were several uh, changes in the push notification space with Android 12. For example, the way how you can use geofencing or geozones in uh, your marketing strategy because currently for some businesses that had like an offline part for example coffee shops they were able to track users with the app and send a push notification with a particular user uh, goes by the particular coffee shop but now they need to specifically ask user to share the geo zone and also um, they need to tell google why they share uh, gathering the geozones from the users. Otherwise, they won't be published into the store. So there's a lot of things changing right now and more to come, I believe, because both Google and Apple are really looking for improving the privacy of the end user. And I even can't say right now how it will affect push notification emails and any other channels in the future. We know how these changes affected mobile ads with the application transparency tracking. And I believe the, something similar will happen to push notifications. But again, that, that is why we believe in cross-channel approach because there you need to combine channels uh, to be like independent from a particular one. So is that basically how Pushwish is adapting to, to these new regulations? Is it more focusing on the cross-channel approach or is there you know, new things that you guys are, mm -hmm. are working on to, to kind of do a workaround because there seems like a lot of different obstacles obstacles yeah. coming into play uh well first of all as a platform we are constantly improving the technology that we have at the core so we have a specific team dedicated to like uh, implementing all of the changes related to these new privacy regulations so they're working to how to avoid having like to share the information about the user how to find another way how to share geolocation that will be uh, useful for the end user and once uh, and well and will help them to get the review uh, into the app store or play market uh, also we are well again just like with the speed of uh, 
just like the speed of certifications, we are building the specific technologies that will help to increase the efficiency of each channel, even the regulations that are currently in place. Also, we, of course, strongly believe in cross-channel approach because customer journey uh, builder is a tool that we're highly investing right now. Uh, we definitely will add additional channel there. So currently we have the like uh, push notifications for mobile and web, emails and in-apps. And we think that there's this place for us to add additional channels to that. Great, interesting. Um, well, Mike, this has been super informative. Mm -hmm. You definitely shed some light on on some things that I think, you know, there's there's so many questions out there. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I think the kind of the <laughs> bottom line is if you're not taking advantage of push notifications, you're kind of missing a big opportunity, right? Because yeah, absolutely. It's, if it's done correctly, the, the numbers are there, the, you know, the the results can happen, yeah. right? Um, so Mike, as we're wrapping this up, do you have any just final parting thoughts? Well, yeah, uh, I think that the very important thing to remember is that even if you're not using the push notifications to communicate with your audience, your competitors does. So if you're not leveraging these capabilities and experimenting with the content of the channel, uh, you just may lose your current place in the store and your audience because someone will be faster than you. Very good point. Thank you, Mike, for pointing that out. Well, again, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your knowledge. And um, we we will share the information about Push Push to our listeners. And again, thank you so much, Mike. This was, yeah. this was very informative. It, it was my pleasure. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining today's episode of the App Growth Show. We hope you were able to take away some actionable insights for your push notification strategy to better communicate with your users and deliver more value to them in the long run. If you found today's episode to be helpful, please visit appgrowthnetwork.com and that's appgrowthnetwork.com and book your free call with us today to start supercharging your mobile growth. See you in the next episode. Bye for now.